Okay, today's daf is daf mem, and yesterday we began the Mishnah, but we just after say we ended the, the uh, shir with the Mishnah, and the first thing it says is Omer al um, If someone in davening tries to be, if you like, poetic, and says, "Just as you had mercy on the mother bird giving us a mitzvah to send it away, so it doesn't witness its children being taken," it's one way of understanding it. Um, so to have mercy on us. And we said, we silence him. We say that's appropriate. So the Mara is going to open now with the understanding why that is. So Rabbi Pinchas B'Shem Rib Simon, he says, it's Korat Tagar Tagar is like Mitroem. He's like complaining. In that, what is he saying? You had compassion on the bird, but on me as a human being. And in other words, that seems to be an appropriate way of davening. As the Rosh Cerilio says, because why? In other words, our attitude to bad things is not one of complaints and saying, oh, a birds you care about, but me as a human being, you don't. That's inappropriate. But In other words, what you're doing is you're placing limits on the compassion of Kadosh Baruch Hu. I mean, you are picking a mother bird as something so misken that, ah, oh, Look, even for the, the some something as lowly as the mother bird, you have compassion on. But the problem is, is Hakadosh Baruch Hu has mercy on everything, even the smallest egg of a louse, as as, as one of the Farshim explained. So you're almost limiting the compassion of Hakadosh Baruch Hu by making reference to the mother bird as, as your basis, if you like, of a kavachomer. So the Gemara says, um, in other words, ad kensi bori rachamecha. So itani tani. Some people teach the Mishnah al, meaning al kan sipor yagiru chamecha. But itani tani ad. Some people say it's ad kan sipor yagiru So man damar says al, meaning on the ken. That's Messiah the Rebbeinchas. That fits in beautifully Rebbeinchas. That it's like he's complaining. In other words, the issue with that is he's complaining. You have compassion on the mother bird. You know me. Or man damar says ad until look how far your compassion goes. That's Messiah the Rabbi Yossi, that assists the opinion of Rabbi Yossi. The issue is, is you're saying that the extreme of HaKadosh Baruch's compassion is all the way to the mother bird. But really, it goes much further than that. Okay? So I'm Rabbi Yossi Barbon. Rabbi Yossi Barbon says this. Lo Abin Tabot, he brings another reason. It's not appropriate one who says, makes reference to Because what you're doing is you're making it as if HaKadosh Baruch's mitzvahs are built on Rachamim. And if you remember the Bavli, there it says, and they're really own decrees. Now, there's, this leads to an interesting discussion that you see um, on this topic. I'll just take a, take a moment on it. And that is, how do you understand the mitzvah shloch For example, there's a debate, actually a debate in the Achronim, is um, what happens if you actually don't need any eggs? Is it still a mitzvah to do shloch Or is it actually, you're actually fundamentally being cruel? Now, there's one way to understand the Gemara says, forget emotion, forget um, a, a, a anything associated with this. It's if you say, it's a mitzvah minatora, you do it whether you need it or not. However, there are, uh, there's a shulchas and sofa that goes into this, um, and, and it explains that when it says, you know, you're making a when when they're actually gzeirot, it means you think that the mitzvah of shiluach haken is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu has compassion about this poor little misken bird. No. The point of the mitzvahs is how it impacts the human being. Not because he, HaKadosh Baruch Hu cares about this little bird. Otherwise, you couldn't do shechita. How can you kill an animal? No, it's the idea is how it impacts the human being. 
Um, in, so according to that understanding, if you don't need the eggs, you wouldn't need, you wouldn't do shiloh haken because it's also you're you're perpetuating the midah that Akash Baruch is trying to you know to um, squash through this mishmah. In other words, trying to make you as an individual who is a racham. Okay, those are the two ways to understand. The reason why I'm bringing that is because I think the continuation of the Gemara seems to be a difficulty on the Chazam Sofa. You'll see in a minute. It says, it says the matar Those are people that matargem, that translate when it comes to the mitzvah or tovet beno. We know that a shech the two animals, a parent and child, on the same day, mother and child. It says this, um, Ami just as I am a Rachaman in Shemaim, so too you should have compassion on, on this world as well. Okay, when it comes to shore, you know, ox or a rechel or a sheep, yata yata meaning otovet bano or I should say, don't don't check them on the on the same day. Now, the, anyone who's metargum that Hakadosh Baruch was trying to say, just as I'm compassionate, so too you should be compassionate. Lo abdim tabot is not doing the right thing. Why? Shehen osim in the top shekodesh parachu rachamim because it's saying that, that again it's associating the mitzvahs with that with that which rachamim and as we've injected the words of the 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 babli that that and that, that, that they're actually they're actually zayvot. That seems to be that it's even not even to um, necessarily engender a particular uh, change in our midot either. But um, again, you could probably explain this to Rishami in other ways. Okay, let's continue. If someone says modim modim mishtat inoto. Uh, we silence him if the chazan says modim twice, and we said so. Amar Rabbi Shmuel bar Rabbi Yitzchak ki sacher pidovre shef. That what you have to you have to stop and silence the mouth of those that speak falsehood. In other words, when a balat fila says modim modim, it seems to appear that he's saying there are multiple, if you like, chasasham divinities or gods. So therefore, you silence it. But interesting, it says handed amar betzibur. That din is if someone's we're talking about shalach tzibur, aval yachid betachanun in him. It says it's the way of the Yahu when he's davening sometimes to repeat words, to go over, say, say the same thing multiple times. And in that sense, we don't have to mis- correct an individual if he's davening in that fashion. It's only when he's a Hashlech Tzibur doing these public decorations that can be perceived as being modi modi multiple divinities or something like that. That's when you silence an individual and says, Ki Sacher, Fi Okay. There's someone's davening and he's Ta'a. We said, sorry, we said the Ta'a. Means that he, um, it was he, the way we explained it, that the, the Mishnah was that he, he doesn't know how, he loses his place, he doesn't know how to continue davening, he, he loses the girsa. So Rabbi Yossi ben Chenina b'shem Chananya ben Gamliel says, Ta'a b'shalosh bracha rishonah. Someone making a mistake in the first three bracha b'shmanas, where he goes back to the beginning. Adabar abrachana um, said, the Geniva b'shem rab says, Ta'a b'shalosh brachot achronot, chozer l'avoda. If someone makes a mistake in the last three brachas of Shmanas, we have to go back to the beginning of Ritzel. Rav Chalba, Rav Chuna, Rav Chalba says, Rav Chuna B'Shem Rav Rav says, Ta'a B'Shob Rechol Rishon HaChazah B'Tchila. If you make a mistake in the first three brachas, you go back to the beginning. If you make a mistake in the last three brachas, you go back to Ritzel. Ta'a B'Shob If you make a mistake, you don't know where you made a mistake in davening, you just got lose track, your mind wanders. You go back to the place we know is certain to you to say it correctly. <coughs> okay. Um, what happened is, is that what happened to be in the same shul. Someone came to in front of the table, a chazan, and Ashker is either he was medaleg, he skipped, or according to the marafulda, 
He mumbled through a bracha. The Shailen Reb Simon says, what do we do? Do we have to now remove him from the post? So even two or three brachas. Or he mumbles it. You don't need to take, you don't need to, um, you don't need to remove him. Now, what does it mean, machzir notol? I explained it as remove him, because that fits in whether we explain the Mishnah. However, the Reb Chaim says he can talk about two different things. It could either be talking, he, the way I explained it to you is the second explanation. I mean, do you have to remove him from being Chazan? The answer is no, the Nebuch just made a mistake. However, the other way of explaining it is, is that do you have to bring him back? Do you have to correct him? Do you have to send him back to the Brachi man of mistake? So he says, in Machzirin or Tov, to be honest, the other way, meaning you don't have to take, make him go back. Mishum Torah Chatzibor is, I think, one explanation. Let's have a look. So, Ech Shachitani or Pali, Lechol in Machzirin, we found another tan, Tani that's um, that's it's, it's, oh, Palik, that's uh, this Cholak. It says, Lakol ein Machsirim. Sorry, one second, I'll find something. Yeah, don't worry. Lakol Machsirim not to chutz mi mishalo amar mechaye matim. So, Lakol ein Machsirim not to. You never either make him go back or remove him from the post, the two explanations, except for three brachot that are critical. One is mechaye matim. One is Machnia Zedim, Belamal Shinim, another one's Bonei Rishalayim. Again, this seems to fit in with a story that if, if this, it's easier to understand the continuation of the Gemara. If you understand, we're talking about removing the Chazan from being a Chazan if he, if he skips those brachot. Again, we're concerned, maybe he's a Kofran Tiata Meitim, or he's, he, he, has, um, he, he associates himself with the, 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 the Lamal Shinim, or again, all the Binyan Beis Amikdash. Because I say this individual is a heretic. So Shmuel Akatan, interesting. Shmuel Akatan was Avar Kamea Tebuta. He was Chazan. But Ashker He lost track. He got confused of the Girsa in Machnia Zedin. However, Basofa, uh, 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 the end of it. Shari Mashkif Alehun. Now, Shari Mashkif Alehun means there's two explanations. Most people, the Rabbi Chaim says, means that suddenly he recovered. So he hesitated. He got confused. He wasn't sure how to continue the words. Just like I just did now, but and then he then he recovered and then he was able to do it. So Amrim which in other words, the reason why they seem to have patience is because we understood, in other words, you as an individual, we have no chashash that you're a min. We understand that you just you, you forgot, you got caught up. Sometimes you know you say things a hundred times, but you know another time you sort of you get confused with the words and you and you get mixed up. We're not concerned about such an about you. Okay, what's interesting here is I'll share another uh, explanation. Um, in other words, in other words, when it says Lo Shiro Chachamim, the Rashi explaining like the Guru Chaim, he says we were we were willing to wait for you. The Tamshim Tino Lo Basilkul, The reason why we didn't get rid of you is Mishum Delo Shachach El Hasof, Aval Atchulei Atchilba. Interestingly. In other words, he says, the reason why I get rid of you is because you only got stuck at the end of the brach. But because you had no problem in the beginning of brach and you said it with fluency, that's why we didn't remove you from the post. Not that, not that we did a character assessment of you when you were such a big tzaddik, but rather by context, we understood you just got stuck at the end. What's interesting, another understanding is, and I'll show you the Marafulda, is that when it says shari mashkif alehun, it doesn't mean that he recovered. 
But mashkif like hishkif He looked. In other words, he got stuck. He looked around at the tzibur to see, are you going to kick me out now? And then they responded to him, no, don't worry. We're not choshesh in such an individual. And we know that was In other words, again, it was a character assessment. We know you're such a tzaddik. We've got no issues with you. Let's continue. Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha said, Rabbi Shimon Bar Abba said, B'Shem Rabbi Alazar, Safik Hiskiru Shorosh Chodesh Safik Lo If someone doesn't know if they mention Yalev Beho, Rosh Chodesh, Machzinoto, you go back. Nahechanu Chazer, where does he go back to? Shimon Bar Vah B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan says, well, it's actually not where, in terms of, it's more like, at what point can you go back? So it says, Im Akaret Raglav, if you already started doing Mose Shalom, you move your feet. Then it's too late. Again. If not, then you can you go back. It's like ta'ava shalosha or not. You can simply go back to Ritzik. If someone already has finished in his mind davening, it doesn't make a difference if he's moved his feet or not. It's considered as if Kamisha Akaratadav is if he's moved his feet. However, the ilin tachanunaya tzricha. What's ilun tachanunaya? So, Rebbe, uh, so again, Reb Chaim, Rosh Hashanah, as we always bring him, he, um, he, he explains that if there are some people that enter Shmonasra, they say Tachanunim every single day. So the question is, if he's finished Shmonasra and he says he's very, very Tachanunim at the end of davening, is that considered already as if he's a Karaglav or not? That was a Safek. That was a Tzricha. That's a Safek. Um, so, the Rosh Hashanah seems to say that if he says every day, it's not even a question. He's still in Shmanasra. The, the issue is if he sometimes says it and sometimes doesn't. And that day he happened to say it. Is that, does that work? What's really interesting as well, the, the Haredim explains it completely differently. He says, this is someone who always says a Tachanunim. However, what he did is sometimes you sort of forget you're in a bit of another world and he already did three steps backwards. The question is, is he still considered in Shmanasra that he can go back to Retzay, in other words, because he's really not finished monastery, because he always says it's a Tachanonim, or the fact is, okay, it's game over. Okay, those are the different ways of understanding what this, this suffix was. And they're not... But, but, but he's, he's still, he's still, sorry, he's still standing Shmonasri, he's still before Oyster Sholon. He says in Elokinitzor, but he's before he's no. Okay, so that's the way. What you're explaining is like Rab Chaim says, Rab Sirilio. But I read you. I, I, the Charedim says. I'm not explaining. I'm asking. Okay, so the way you the way you asked or posed a question, that's the two explanations. That's Rab Chaim. That's Rab Sirilio. But what the way the Charedim explains, I'll say I'll say I'll read it inside. Mishredila lo marachat filatochanuni ve'akaraglav kodem sham. Sarichiyun in command lo akaraglav David. So he says clearly here that someone always says he's tachanonim and happened to have walked backwards early for some reason. Is it still like he's sitting, like he wandered in the middle of Shemana Asra it's not considered really Akira Raglav? Okay, let's continue. Rav Ava Bred Rav Chia. says that Rav Chia B'Shem Rav Yochanan said, Hayakurev Torah V'Nishtate. Someone's leaning and he's not able to continue. In the middle of an aliyah. The person is going to go up and lay now, he has to go back to the beginning, beginning of the Aliyah. Because in other words, this is different to Philip. Because if you say that he has to go back, he can continue from where the other person left off. We say, 
מי פרחו לפניהם ולא נברו אחריהם, והאחרונים דרכו לאחריהם ולא נברו לפניהם, then effectively what you're going to have, you're going to have the, 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 if you like the Leib of had a bracha before and not after it, and the second person where you're continuing from had a, didn't have a bracha before and had, had a bracha, and did have a bracha after, v'ichtiv Torah Hashem t'mimah shivat nafesh t'ya kula t'mimah, meaning so the Torah t'mimah has to have bracha before, bracha after, and these aliyot won't happen. Again, the more explanations that I've already elaborated too much in other ideas. Let's continue. Tani. Two people shouldn't read the Torah at the same time and one be the target. So Amr Abizira says that Mitnea Bracha. What do you mean Bnei Bracha? Rabchaim says if two people read from the Torah at the same time, that means two people are going to be making a bracha, and that's a bracha levatal. You'll need one person to make a bracha. Vatani, but one second. But you can't have two people doing the targum and one person read. And if you say the reason for the first case was Mishul Bracha, since when is there an issue of Bracha with the Maturga? Maturga So it can't be got to do with the issue of Bracha. Or we say, In other words, that the issue with two people saying things at the same time is you can't possibly, you can't really concentrate on the two voices at the same time. You won't be able to hear the lane properly. So it's a, it's a, it's a comprehension issue. Now the Gemara continues. Again, I'll explain like Rabchaim because uh, again other explanations are different. It says Tani Shnaim Kurim If two people are reading for Torah, sorry, Shnaim Kurim Torah. My mistake. Two people can read from the Torah, but in Shnaim Matkirim but Navi. But two people can't read from Navi. Ah, the other minor is what we're talking about reading at the same time. So Amar Rabbi says no. Kruyot b'Torah ve'en kruyot b'Navi. It doesn't mean at the same time. We're talking about shnayim. Shnayim is lavdatka. I mean, you can have many aliyot, many people reading from the Torah, but not many people reading for Navi. Only one person gets up and reads from Navi. That's what that other bright is talking about. It's those are bringers the kasha. Let's continue. Now we talked about the fact that if someone's not able to hear you in Shmonasra, that's the person who's out called up next. Can you please daven? Shouldn't hesitate at that in, at, at that point. Okay, it says, Amri Bishua Dromaya. Shloshan Varim, Ruban Umiutan Ra. If you have excess or not enough of these three things, it's not good. Ubeinonotam, meaning if you have exactly the right balance, if it's balanced, then it's Yafe. And, and um, again, the bugs got, got a slightly different gear, but this works nicely, according to Yoshami. What are they? Hasaor. Sourdough, you've got enough uh, yeast, or not yeast, but sourdough, you've got the right balance. It'll, it'll make the bread rise too much. It makes it not nice. Melach, salt, you salt things exactly, have to exactly the right amount. Not too much, not enough. Vasirul. Sirul, here talking about someone who's asked to daven and he and he he's, tries to resist. Betchila, when someone's asked to daven, initially is misarev. What should you do? You should misarev. You should, uh, again, try and... Uh, you, you make, make as if you don't want to do it. I'm not worthy. I'm, I'm not such a, such a big person. If you're asked the second time, then amen. Uh, meaning that's when you start going, ah, you know, maybe I could do it. And then, but he's asked a third time, that, that's time to not, not muck around anymore. You just run up and go up to do it. Okay. So Rav Huna was in a particular shul. Al Khazana, like the Gabbai, went for Atrach Al Khad. And he was really bothering this individual, Nudabin, Diyar. And the guy absolutely resisted. He said, I'm not interested. I'm not going to do it. And he, and he, and he said, not a chance. However, he went to Rabbi Eliezer. He says, So Rabbi Eliezer went up to him. He says, don't be angry. 
says, the reason why I didn't, like, wasn't chazan is because it sounds like that I wasn't awake. I wasn't, I wasn't awake enough to do nothing. If you want to make it a bit more uh, refined, it doesn't mean I was sleepy, but I didn't have the capacity to awake my kavanah. Meaning that I was, you know, it could have been all, all manner of reasons why it was a bit, his head was elsewhere. So, I'm not angry at you. Meaning the individual, the Gabbai that was hopping, like pestering you so much and overly, it's him that I'm upset with. Now, sometimes the Gabbai gets up and goes, all right, I know the game. I'm asking one, two, three, go, right? Um, you know, it, it, but the idea is this person really, really didn't want to. And the Gabbai kept on pushing him too far. So in other words, there's an Indian also as a warning for a Gabbai not to push an individual too far if he's not able to do so. Okay. The Titi. This is an individual. Shem Adam. Ishtate. Ba'ofnaya. Now, what this means is this is in the Shachrit. Um, after Ba'ofenim B'chayta Godesh. Right? In other words, that's where he got stuck in Davani. Atun v'shayilun le Rebbe Avon. So let me just... This is, this is making a noise, and that's really okay. Atu Shailun, where are we? Atu Shailun the Rebbe Abun. They went up to Rebbe Abun. What do we do? Where do we go back to? Amal Rabbi Bishem Rebbe Yeshua Ben Levi says, Zeshu Ober Tachtav, the Chazan that goes, that takes over, Yatchil Mimakum Shapasak. He should continue, Dafkum from there, Ba'afanim Bechat Agodesh. Amrila, they said to him, Ba'atamin, one second, we've just learned. Didn't we learn the mission? Matrila Abracha Shtabo. You go back to the beginning of the bracha that the individual made a, that he that he was able, that he wasn't able to continue from. So Amarlo Mekebenanitum Kadushta, since you answer Kadosh Kadosh Kadosh, that's Kemishu Tchilata Bracha. Since the, in other words, you have to appreciate here the Rabchaim says, he says, when, I'll just go back a bit. He explained, he says, Ishtak Bufanaya, he says, Babracha Kriashmata Bahopanim Bhatakodesh. The Kaha Minhagam was a minhaksha shats motzieta kalbrachma. Right? There was a minhag that, that not everyone said Brikata Kriyachma, but rather Chazam would do so. Vahakal, but the Kal would honor with the Kedusha part in that, Kadosh Kadosh, etc. So he says, Mekeven Anin Kedusha, Mekeven Shakal Anak Kedusha Kanisha Afanin Tchilat Bracha. So therefore, Afanin Bachat Kodesh, now like the beginning of the Bracha, so it's not a problem. Okay? Similarly, he says, if you made if you was Ishtatek after Baruch Chavod, then you could you continue, you could continue from Kel Baruch Neimot, etc. Okay, these can see like meaning of brachas. Um, fine, let's continue. Fine. Halacha. Next one. This halacha dalit. Haoberli fnateva. Someone who's a chazan. Loya neachara konim amen mitnatirus. Someone who's in the tongue of the berkokanim. The chazan shouldn't answer amen after the different brachas of of the berkokanim because he might lose his place. He might. Uh, he, and again, again, doubling up the heart, he might lose his voice. What if the chazan's only kohen? He says, He shouldn't be the chazan. He shouldn't be the dubikakoni, my mistake. If, he's, if he thinks he's able to go back to davening, meaning being doing bikakoni won't throw him, then no seata kapav is able to do bikakoni. And in other words, he's able to do bikakoni and go back to davening, then Rashtai, he's allowed to do so. I saw a really, inter- the really interesting explanation here is, is what do you mean? What's the concern? Lo Isaac above. Ari Rukhaim says, Shloi Cholat Chil Besim Shalom. 
that he won't be able to go back to Sim Shalom after Rikakonin, that his head will be so over the place from the aima from the awe of the tzibur, which is very interesting. That's gives it, like, most people don't have aima tzibur at all, right? They just want to get out of shul or whatever, or they're concentrating their own voice. But we understand here that the union of aima tzibur, that, uh, that that was a real concern, that he wouldn't be able to go back to Sim Shalom because he'll be, he'll be all tzachisht. Okay, let's continue. Tanya, proset hashma v'ovelit ne'a teva v'noset kapal. So someone's oppressed Hashma. So oppressed Hashma is someone who happened to miss Baruch uh, and Kaddish and Kedusha. So what happens is when they come late to Shul, they want to quickly cap in a oppressed Hashma. According to Rashi, means he does Baruch Kaddish Baruch and he says the first bracha of of Kriyat Shema. That's Chetzi Poreset Hashma, the first bracha of Kriyat Shema, so he can get the Kedusha of, the, of that bracha. So present Hashma, the word of now Tavor, if someone is 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 going to be chazan, but no set kapav is just be kakonim, but kreb atorah someone is lining, but mafir, but navi as well. Umevarech he makes a bracha any alachat mikolam itzvot amrok b'torah. Loya neachar atzmo he shouldn't say amen to his own bracha. No emetzar amen. Vimana if he does so, harezet bur. He's a bur is an expression for someone who's less than an an educated individual. Itani tani, some will say no if he says I'm into his own bracha. So some will itani harbor, but itani tani, some tani tani, some will teach this hariza chacham. He's clever. So Amra Chisa, Manda Amer hariza chacham. That's be'oneh besof at the end of a whole string of brachot, the normal brachot to go. Umanda Amareze bor be'oneh al kol brachot bracha bracha. Now that somebody says that, and, 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 and somebody says I'm into his own brachot. In general, yes, he's, he's described as a bor. However, there is a place to saying amen after your bracha. That's the end of a set of brachot. Now, we as Ashkenazim, we do that at the end of B'nei Brushleim in Benjamin. When we finish off a whole set of brachot to differentiate between that and Hatov Meitiv, we say B'nei Brushleim, amen. And I, I was davening with Sfardim this week up in the north when I was there. And so they also, at the end, there's certain part, certain brachot, they also say, at the end of a collection of brachot, they also say amen, even, even though they're saying amen to their own bracha. And that must be based on, on this idea. All right. Have a good day. Yeah.